Hello everyone I hope you all are doing great welcome to the trading show in this episode we'll discuss about the ecosystem of the stock market the regulators and the intermediates between the client and the stock exchanges this episode is quite important considering the discussions about the types of stock brokers and the different accounts you have to create before entering into the stock market so let's not waste time and get right into the episode from the previous episode we concluded that equities as an asset has the potential to generate high returns hence it is prudent to include equities in the investment portfolio having said that how do we go about investing in equities clearly before we go further into this topic it is extremely important to understand the environment in which equities function just like the way we go to the supermarket to shop for our daily needs we go to the stock market to shop here on referred as transact for equity investments transact in simple terms means buying and selling the main purpose of the stock market is to help you facilitate equity transactions so if you are a buyer of a share the stock market helps you to meet the seller and vice versa now unlike the supermarket the stock market does not exist in physical form it exists in electronic form you access the market electronically from your computer and carry out your transactions the two main stock exchanges in india are bombay stock exchange referred as bse and national stock exchange referred as nse anyone who invests in the market is called as a market participant market participant can be individual or cor- corporates now irrespective of the category of the market participant the agenda for everyone is same that is to make profitable transactions more bluntly put to make money the stock market is like a game and the stock markets need someone who can set the rules of the game and force market participants to stick to the rules thus making the stock market a level playing field for everyone involved these rules are set by the regulators of the industry and the rules are called as regulation In India the stock market regulator is called the Securities and Exchange Board of India referred as SEBI S E B I the objective of SEBI is simple it promotes the development of stock exchanges protects the interest of retail investors and regulates the activities of the market in general sebi ensures that the stock exchanges conducts its business fairly stock brokers and sub brokers conduct their business fairly participants don't get involved in unfair practices corporates don't use the markets to unduly benefit themselves and the overall development of markets given the above objectives it becomes imperative for sebi to enforce regulations across all the entities involved in the market let's take a quick look at these entities operating in the market and their role in the market environment now we move towards the important part of this episode it is about the various accounts you have to open the first account you have to open is the depository account usually referred as dmat account when you buy shares these shares sit in this account This is maintained electronically by only two companies in India that is the Central Depository Services Limited and the National Securities Depository Limited the depositories act like a vault for the shares that you buy think of the depository as this way like how a bank is to your money the depository is to your shares the depository's main job is to safe keep securities and settlements against all client transactions Now the catch for the DMAT account is that the depositories are not client facing organizations this means you cannot interact directly with the depositories that is either of NSD NSDL or CDSL you need to link with the depository participant aka the DP 
to open and maintain your DMAT account at either NSDL or CDSL. But you don't have to think much about it because most of the banks and uh, stockbrokers double up as depository participants. Just like the depositories, the stock exchanges are too not client facing. The stock exchanges have trading members who in turn render services to the end client. The trading members of the exchanges are also called stockbrokers. So whenever you want to buy or sell shares from the stock exchanges, you have to do so through registered stockbrokers. There are two types of stockbrokers, full-time stockbrokers and discounted stockbrokers. Full-time or traditional brokers are brokers who provide advisory and trading facilities in stock, whereas discounted brokers came into existence as a result of increased preference of internet. Discount brokers just provide a trading platform to investors but no advisory. Also, full-time stock brokers have an average daily brokerage of about 0.3 to 0.5% per trade, whereas discount brokers have as low as Rs 10 per trade irrespective of the order. Consider brokerage as a commission to the stockbroker on your every order. So it's up to you about choosing your stockbroker. Considering you are young in age, probably in your 20s, you should go with discounted stockbrokers because uh, yeah, that's what is suitable for you at this point of time. Now having created your DMAT account with a stockbroker, we move towards banks. Banks play a very straightforward role in the market ecosystem. They help in facilitating the fund transfer from your bank account to your trading account. Now this third type of account trading account is maintained with the stockbroker to transact in the stock market. So basically you need three accounts, the bank account, DMAT account and a trading account. You may be interested to note that for a given trading account, you can link up to five bank accounts out of which one account is designated as the primary. You can transfer funds from any of the five accounts to your trading account, but other way around, that is money from trading account to bank account can only happen in the primary account. Also at this stage, you must have realized that the three financial intermediates operate via three different accounts trading account with the broker, DMAT account with the depository participant and a bank account with a bank. All the three accounts operate electronically and are interlinked giving you a very seamless experience. Now we move towards clearing corporations. For all practical purposes, it is okay not to know much about these simply because you as a trader or investor would not be interacting directly with these agencies. Anyways, listen to it because who doesn't need extra knowledge? So the National Security Clearing Corporation Limited and Indian Clearing Corporation Limited are wholly owned subsidiaries of National Stock Exchange and Bombay Stock Exchange respectively. The job of a clearing corporation is to ensure guaranteed settlement of your transactions. For example, if you were to buy one share of some company at Rs 500 per share, there must be someone who has sold that one share to you at 500 rupees. For this transaction, you will be debited Rs 500 from your trading account and someone must be credited that same amount towards the sale of that one share of the particular company. In a typical transaction like this, the clearing corporation's role is to identify the buyer and seller and match the debits and credits. The clearing corporation also ensures there are no defaults by either party. For instance, the seller after selling the share should not be in a position to back out, thereby defaulting his transaction. So the important points from this episode was about the three trading accounts we have to create and uh, the stock broker we have to choose you have to choose your stock broker very wisely 
considering all the factors such as the brokerage the facilities they provide and so on i think that's enough for this episode and i'll see you in the next one till then have a nice day keep investing and be productive